then uh, are we potentially releasing a bunch of werewolves when floor 15 already has a wolf oh, problem? And we would be changing the entire ecosystem of the floor, and there is probably nothing left to eat for the people in Erveldum, Erveldum. Personally, Deafening silence kind of makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, so I would suggest we all teleport to Rinnerdolf Castle about, you know, now issues. Hmm. Looks like they were trying to trap us in after all. Probably to keep us safe from them? I feel like I should know this. I, like, know what's going on, but I don't. I don't know what's going on. Oh, you just gotta relinquish yourself to that feeling. I felt that way all the time, but then I just understood that I understand nothing, and now I've got four butt cheeks. Jim, am I gonna die? Uh, hopefully not. and thank you for joining us for season four episode 11 of the odd campaign i am your gm and host quentin and i am joined by my wonderful lovely players hi i'm emily and today i am playing odette a level 11 elf arcanist who has a cute little pseudo dragon named indiana accompanying her almost at all times I almost at all times. Al- almost, yes. Yes, except for when they made me record that one thing by myself. It was very awkward. It is okay. You can go and listen to it on the Patreon as a supporter and donate to the podcast. I'm RL. Apparently, I am a lovely player. Um, I wasn't aware of that. I thought I was just like a regular player. Anyway, I play Greg. And uh, he's he's a fun dad trying his best. Hi, I'm Craig. I do try my best. I appreciate that you noticed that. Um, and I, I also, you forgot to mention Jerry. Me. Hi, Jerry. Are you to stay alive today? Me. Hopefully. Due to recent events, uh, his livelihood is slightly more dubious than it has been in past. For you see, when last we left off, the party was simply reconvening in the small settlement of Lunka after their diplomatic audience with the mayor of its people only to find out that the residential accommodations they were given for the evening were interfering with their ability to teleport. After numerous attempts and some quick creative thinking, the party was able to escape this trap house, only to be caught by the town patrol. After a slight but significant altercation, the group narrowly succeeded in teleporting to Castle Rimidov, at which point, though, it was unveiled in the light of a full moon that Greg had been afflicted with lycanthropy. It is in this aftermath of Greg's transformation and his recent departure that we'll be starting up this week's episode of The Odd Campaign. I'm, I'm still alive. I'm just a werewolf. Not like departure from this plane of existence. You didn't die. So kudos. Just currently not with us. Greg, your eyes begin to flutter awake, but as you move and begin to stir, you feel as your muscles and bones Ugh. ache. Oh, ouch. Oh, it feels 
terrible. But as you begin to become more aware of your surroundings, you notice that you aren't anywhere you either recognize or expected to be. You find yourself in a sizable and plush bed. You hear the chittering and chirping of birds, and you see as light is streaming through a window, you're in a small wooden cottage. Oh, well, this is similar to where I was before, but not exactly. <gasps> Wait, Jerry? Jerry? Me. Oh, Jerry, what you doing over there? Usually snuggled up against me. You see that he's kind of skittishly backed away into a corner, but upon seeing you, he gets livelier and begins prancing his way over towards you. You find yourself in a small, quaint, but mostly barren room as you pet Jerry and you begin to sit up taking note of your surroundings. You're in a small wooden cottage with only a single bed, nightstand, and window where light is streaming through. The only other thing of note is the man sitting in the corner on a stool. He appears as if he's been sitting there for a very long time, and upon taking more careful reflection of his stature, you recognize him to be Mayor Lupo Vasile. Oh, oh no. Jerry. Good morning. I hope you rested well. Craig is caught with a frozen look on his face while he's trying to whisper to his goat as this now intimidating man is talking to him. Hi. Good to see you again. Indeed, you are quite fortunate that we were able to find you. Uh, yeah, what, what happened exactly? Well, all of that is somewhat unclear, but uh, you obviously had an altercation. And he kind of gestures to the bed where you're sleeping at, and you notice that a lot of... You're, you're put in new clothes, but portions of the bed you're lying in are, like, bloodied, and you can see that there's blood on your hands as well. Oh. Well, I thought that was a bad dream. Most of it, at least. He seems to walk forward towards you, and for the first time ever, you see uh, he's emoting an expression, which is mostly he, that he feels awkward and uncomfortable somewhat. You may be noticing that your body has been going through some changes. Oh, yeah, don't worry don't about it. Don't be surprised if you wake up in pools of blood some night. It is only natural. We can get through this together. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I suppose I'm going to be growing hair in certain areas too, huh? Yeah, and you may be experiencing uh, extreme emotional states and mood swings. Wait. I thought I got turned into a werewolf. Am I pregnant? No, no, no. Am I? This is like entropy. Gregnant? I know not this Gregnant you speak of. Well, I'm Greg, and I don't know what I am right now. You are once again in the town of Lunka. <laughs> it is okay. And he places his hand on your shoulder. All of us have gone through this before, and we shall be here for you. You guys were... Trapped in a house, and then he escaped, and then we're tracked down by cultist leaders and werewolves, and then you teleported to the Rimitorv Castle, and then uh, you turned into a werewolf, and then, you know, uh, the rest of it's a bit fuzzy, and then you guys all woke up with the weird man staring over you. I mean, wait, not weird. That's not what I meant. Sorry. 
I would say the situation is uh, more furry than it would be fuzzy, but, um... Oh, no, not this again. I had this conversation with my ten-year-old about two weeks into his internet time. It was not comfortable. Do not worry. All of us have different stories of how and why we came here, but the one thing that ties us together is that we have been blessed with specific circumstances. And this community was designed as a safe haven for those entrusted with this blessing. Oh, well, I suppose it would pose a problem if you guys turned into werewolves like every single night, because, you know, it's always a full moon. And I don't mean to be rude. I do have other options. See, I have uh, been around a bit. You know, I know this cool desert place way back in a little bit. And, you know, they don't have full moons every night. And when they do, I could just, you know, go... I don't want to live my life on the run. We can show you our ways. And with practice and guidance, you will be able to have a lifestyle which is agreeable with our innate nature. Um... And I don't mean this in a rude way. I'm not really into lifestyle changes. One time my wife tried to get me uh, into keto. It's a type of dietary restrictment. And I, I, I don't know. It, it really wasn't for me. Do I have to be vegan? No. And he smiles. Oh, good. I do like my bacon. You should stay. Learn in our ways. Join the community for a time so... You may learn to accept that which is dormant inside you. Ah, uh, that is such a nice offer. I really do appreciate it. Um, but I actually have recently joined this other community. And I'm trying to make things work there. It's getting a little bit bumpy at first. I mean, it's nice to feel wanted for once. I mean, I bounced around parties and everybody was like... Oh, thanks for your help, Greg. I'll see you later. Bye. And uh, no, they never wanted me to stay. It feels nice to be wanted, but um, I feel like it'd be wrong to abandon the people I just, you know, just start to get to know, you know? By all means. But see for yourself. I could wax poetic about the beauty and nature of our society endlessly, but you would still not be able to fully understand the same way as if you were to walk a day in our shoes. I don't think that we're the same shoe size. No offense. You look down at his feet to make this joke, but then you notice that he isn't wearing any shoes. Invisible shoes? You may have an adjustment period that you find quite difficult. Regardless of your decision, we shall be here for you. And I welcome you and encourage you. Join us. Perhaps follow Tazio for a day and learn in our ways. Uh, who's Tazio? He gestures out the door. Come and see for yourself. Can I, can I, can I pull up my, uh, my teleport list? Mm -hmm. Can I teleport to the guild hall? Is that an option? You go through your your sub menu and your you hit the teleport button and you're just gonna. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, I, I 
I'd love to meet this Tazio guy. Frank fully intends to teleport at his soonest convenience whenever he can. Sure. So, the mayor then gestures for you and uh, if you need it, assists you in standing up from the bed. And you see that there are clothes and shoes provided for you. And he just goes out of the cottage door and as he leaves says, please come out whenever you are ready. And he leaves the room. Okay. Uh, can't teleport while I'm in here. Greg will take a look at the clothes he's been given. What quality are they? A roll and a praise? Ten. These are hard to distinguish, but they seem like surprisingly well handcrafted wool clothing. What am I currently wearing? Uh, you're wearing a very long, white, almost like bed dress. Is that the right word? It's like a nightgown kind of thing. You're wearing the cult robes. There's no cowl to it, okay? They took the cowl off. Yeah, for this one specifically. It, it's like, basically imagine you had like a white t-shirt, except it went like all the way down to your ankles. <laughs> yeah, it's called a nightgown. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you, have a, a you have a long, white, woolen nightgown. Or a robe, you know. Pathfinder also calls those robes. Or, yeah, it could be a long white robe. Ooh, you like can a wear monk's it out. I, um, I check my inventory and my gear. Do I still have my gear or is it gone? Yeah, you can access your inventory and gear. I put on my regular clothes. Define your regular clothes. I was wearing my regular clothes. Yeah, so they, they, you would not, that is the one thing missing from your inventory. What about my goggles? Anything you were actively wearing on your person that was not in your in game inventory is missing. Let me clarify it that way. So if you had your bow, your quiver, your bag of holding, anything that was not in your in-game inventory. So if you keep your bag of holding actively on your person, it would be gone. And this is why it is very important to distinguish what is in your in-game inventory from what is on your person. Greg will pa start to pat himself down and look around. Oh, my, my bag, my cooking utensils. Oh, the daddin', oh man. Oh, at least I still have all of my money, but I'll sentimental attachments to those pans. <laughs> so many good meals cooked. What? Wait, I teleported to the castle. After that, it's fuzzy. He will message who he considers the most intelligent person in the group other than himself. S. Hi, it's Greg. I'm okay. You wouldn't perhaps, perchance... Have my stuff? Question mark? Doodloop. Now. Doodloop. I went after you. Everything was left behind. Did did my stuff come off of me when I turned into a werewolf? Question mark? Doodloop. Mostly. I think the Queen's Guard were inspecting it for cursed artifacts. Oh. Trying to see what caused the lycanthropy. Oh, yeah, that would be a bite from a werewolf. Doodloop. Apparently, this isn't the first time an individual of the Odd Guild has turned into a werewolf. Interesting. I didn't know this was like an initiation thing. He can't uh, He can't teleport to Rimadolf Castle right now. No, it hasn't been 24 hours yet. You can only teleport to each location once every 24 hours. So, uh, where are you right now? In the woods. Recovering. Greg assumes that he heard him and types a message. I'm sorry. And it has a sad emoji face. It's okay. Just hopefully this doesn't escalate. 
<laughs> I was thinking uh, the same thing. Uh, Escalate. Greg will put yeah, the he letter. Types it without an E. <laughs> it's just a big capital letter S. S and then collate. Mm, that's a new word that S stands for. Escalate. Silent. <laughs> Stealthy. Escalation. <laughs> Greg will message back. Good one. Uh, I think I'm going to try and go to the guild hall. Um, I don't really know what else to do because I'm really not too keen on staying with these ven- vampire chaps. I'm so s- someone has a potion of like, uh, curing werewolfism. Oh yes, that very common potion of cure werewolfism. I'm old, okay. Sorry. Um, I am outside the town of Lunka, but I can go to the base ahead of time and get things set up. That would be great. I'll follow shortly after. I can't teleport while I'm in buildings, though, apparently. See you soon. Greg sends a smiley face and a thumbs up. Ha! I knew I could get the hang of these emojis. He will uh, put on the clothes that were given to him. You notice that you have a dark brown brushed woolen set of pants and you have a hand knit woolen green shirt. And there are also some very nice hide leather shoes. And start itching. Ugh, wool is always so itchy. Ah, gets right in those crevices I don't like. Yeah. Uh, and he will walk out the door with Jerry in his arm. As... You begin exiting and the door opens. You see that there are two individuals standing outside who were kind of staring off into the distance, but kind of turned to greet you. One is very familiar, and it is the mayor. And the other one is an individual who is taller than the mayor, a little bit stockier and well-formed. He has shaggy brown hair and a a very dark skin complexion uh, and weathered hands as if he is a hardworking individual who is constantly out in the sunlight. But he has a big smile and seems to be greeting you, even though you notice he seems to have bandages on his right side. Hi. My name is uh, Greg. Hi. Lovely weather we're having. The name's Tazio. Hello, Tazio. Tazio? There you are. Yeah. The mayor has asked if I show you around the place. Yeah, I'd love to see you around. I'm going to carry my goat, though. Uh, He's got weak legs. That's fine. Don't worry about it. We might do a decent bit of walking. Ah, I'm always down for a good hike. Uh, hopefully more of a leisurely stroll. You didn't get to properly see the village and its lively nature. I guess not. Uh, and... Tazio kind of nods, and the mayor nods back at him, and the mayor begins walking off uh, northwards towards a few large buildings off in the distance. All right, well, what would you like to see first? Any questions? How far away am I from the house? Oh, you're right outside the front door. Barely, like, five feet away. I, I, I'm i assuming I need to get away from the house more before I can teleport. Well, I, I guess you're the local expert, so uh, you lead the way. <laughs> Wouldn't really say an expert. Um, more of just an individual who is indisposed. I can't really do my regular duties, so they figured I could show you around. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm a farmer, and, uh... Do we want to get walking? I'm just saying. Oh, Are sure. You... I can show you around where I, I normally work. I normally work in the fields. Oh, okay. 
Uh, you have a goat with you. Are you uh, familiar with animal husbandry? Uh, well, I've never married animals, but I have raised them. All right. Well, you'll notice that there are many individuals with different interests, skills, but all of them are able to be used for the betterment of the society here. Hopefully you'll fit right in. If you're comfortable with animals, perhaps you'll be useful out in the fields like myself. Ah, yeah. Greg thinks to himself, Uh, Are they trying to entrap and enslave me? Work is good to keep the body occupied while the mind can wander. There are, through the hardships which transpire through our lives, it's useful to have some consistency. Yes, uh, I do appreciate consistency. Uh, You have been walking and are probably a good, like, 50 feet away from the house now as you've been conversing, and he's kind of just been taking you out to the fields where you remember there being hundreds, if not thousands, of sheep. Greg will do a a yawn stretch while opening his menu. Well, this is a lovely little place that it smells like sheep. (laughs) I suppose it would have that aroma about it, wouldn't it? Um, I check my menu and I see if I can teleport to the guild hall. You're able to open up all of the sub-menus, but uh, real quick, I need you to roll me a will save. Why? That's a good question. Oh, that's a good roll. Um, uh, 23. As you're going to push the button, you have an overwhelming feeling and momentarily you stop and you swear you hear the mayor's voice echo in your head. Join us. Follow Tazio for a day. Learn our ways. And you hesitate for a moment, but even through that, you manage to push the button. And you press the button, but you get a notification. And you look at the pop-up, and it says, insufficient items. Teleportation requires leave crystal. Oh, sis. I this much. Oh my god, I don't want to be here. Oh, these stupid game mechanics. Back in my day, you could just, you know, leave the arcade or turn the game off. But no, yeah. oh, I'm going to die. So as I was saying, there are about um, 48 men, 12 women who generally take care of the uh, sheep and the crops all throughout this area, there is a day and a night shift. There's about three dozen people on night watch. And uh, I, met, I, I believe you mentioned, like, divvying up activities. I, I'm just going to say, I'll probably, you sh- you'll probably uh, not go near the sheep. Um, there's a lot of uh, feces, and uh, I'm allergic to wool. I'll, I'll roll bluff. Sure. Bluff 20. Oh, all, all, all right then. Ah, here. How about this? We'll make our way through town. And he gestures to a paved clay road, which seems to be making its way towards a couple of large buildings in the center of the settlement. Um, Greg is going to message S. I can't teleport out. I am stuck in werewolf cult town. Dot, dot, dot. Help. Exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Worried face emoji. Do you get a one-word reply? Oof. <laughs> That's very cute, a reply, I'll have you know. Oh my gosh. I'm already at the guild hall. It's okay, buddy. I'll just die. If I leave, I can't teleport back here now for 24 hours. Don't worry. 
uh, I'll I'll let you know if I'm in any quote unquote real danger though. They seem friendly towards me now that I have lycanthropy. Uh, lycanthropy. Uh, I don't. Please stop trying to spell it. I thought it would autocorrect, but it just wasn't working. As you're typing, you're subconsciously following behind Tazio and kind of following within the guidelines of these clay-paved roads leading you towards the center of town. Once you arrive there, you see that there's a small plaza and other paths leading to the centralized location. Off this main branching intersection, there's a road leading past a large two-story house over, making its way towards a large barn before leading off towards some woods. Heading closer to the coast, where you see some waves, there's a path leading towards a tavern. And there's a third walkway, which you've come from, leading down past numerous houses. At the center of it all, you see that there's this large circle with a garden at the center, and there's a large covered well. While you're passing through here, you actually notice something small. Out of nowhere, you see a small object begin rolling towards you, and eventually it makes contact with your legs. Is it a child's ball that they're playing with, GM? Looking down, you do see a small white ball, seemingly made out of horse wool. It's very squishy and plush. And now you see that there is a little child running towards you. Classic GM. <laughs> Excuse me. Greg Sorry. picks up the ball. Hi, my Hi. name is Craig. Oh, is this your ball? Yeah, it is. My name's Marcella. Hi, Marcella. How old are you? Oh, I'm this many. And she holds up five fingers. And that looks like one, two, three, four, five. Wow, I remember when my daughter was five. Such a cute age. He sniffles away a tear. It's a lovely town you got here, Tasia. Back in when I didn't see anyone out um, the other day. Uh, everyone was a little wary of strangers. A number of people have been getting injured recently. Oh, so you guys are racist. We're wary. We don't want our children getting hurt. You're handing the ball over to Marcella, and Tazio kind of pats her on the back. Marcella, why don't you go play? And he kind of just gestures her off. Are you done like kids? We care very deeply for our children. Yeah, yeah, we. I'm talking about you, Taz. I have a little girl of my own. Greg thinks to himself, this man totally doesn't like kids. How dare he? And she seems to run off and run up the path a little bit, bouncing her ball, and she seems like she's headed towards the woods. Is it, um, is it okay for her to go in the woods on alone? Yeah, it should be fine. There are numerous individuals on watch constantly. All should be well. Oh, Greg thinks to himself. Oh, so they have these surrounding forest areas flooded with guards. Great. So no escape by foot. Do you guys have a uh, break day around here? Or is it just like every day of work day? You know, one day of rest is good for you in your weekly schedule. We all work as much as needed and rest as much as needed as well. There are shift rotations which allow us to reprieve when necessary. Got a real funny way of speaking, don't you? I could say the same about you. I suppose you could. Um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, where, where are we? What we do? I know uh, he's trying to show me around, but I, I was just wondering if we have a, like, a uh, set destination, um... Not particularly. Feel free to ask any questions you have as we're making our way through the town. Okay. Do you, do you like to fish? Hmm... We... Greg thinks to himself, was 
squirrel. Kind of sounded like one, yeah, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do they have Wait. any boats? You can make a perception check. Of course I crit on my stupid perception checks. Why? Anyway, I want to crit on something else that's actually helpful. Perception 38. Looking off towards your right-hand side, you're peering down the road where there's a tavern, and you see the coastline and a very unmaintenanced pier at which there seems to be no boats. We've had a bad past experience with seafarers. Oh, well, maybe I'll grab with that. You know, I'm a pro fisher. Well, I'm not pro. I won third place in the in the county fishing competition. But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I could, I, I could, I could help there. Break things to himself, and I could get in a boat and just row away. Just row, row, row my boat away from this crazy we boat. We no longer have any boats. I think I know how to make one. Mm. You, you're missing out on a whole export of fish here. It's just. Well. We have a wonderful export of sheep products. Generally, we prefer to travel by land. Can't swim? Deep ocean does not suit us well. Um, you wouldn't happen to have any, uh, goat, sheep food? Wait, where do you keep your, your, your food for your animals? There is a uh, storage silo where we keep all of our animal feed, all of our harvest of grain that we oh. collect. Where's your farm land to where the well, sheep are? You did say you wish to steer clear of it, but... And he will gesture up the road towards your right. If you keep heading that way out towards the rolling fields, we do have around about 50 acres of crops which are maintained, as well as 1,500 acres of sheep pastures. Ah, huh. well, I know about crops. I'm, a, I'm actually a pretty good farmer. There are grow turnips and sunflowers and our... I own goats, not sheep, you know, because the <coughs> wool thing. How severe is this wool allergy of yours? Well, uh, this shirt certainly feels itchy. Perhaps I could. Maybe, uh, do you know where my original stuff is that I used to have? Maybe? You did not come wearing anything. Uh, oh, mm. do you guys, like, find me butt naked in the woods? That's a bit embarrassing. I will speak with Melodia and see if she can acquire you any new clothing. If you would like to, feel free to take a look around the farmland. We do have a wonderfully sub-irrigated water supply for all of the crops. There are numerous men currently tending to the crop as well in anticipation for the harvest. I'm going to check out the beach then. Okay. And also maybe message Odette. Okay. Sounds good. Um, he'll say... Hi, it's Greg. Um, so I'm in the Werewolf Cult Town, and I was just wondering if you happen to know where my stuff is? Question mark. It's a long shot, but uh, I think I teleported to the castle, turned into a werewolf, and it's all kind of a blur from there, but I assume my stuff will be at the castle. Odette responds, groggily, waking up. Ugh. Long nights with Don Quixote. Greg. Why do you always introduce yourself in a message? I can see your name all the way at the top. I know who you are. I don't need to see. Hi, I'm Greg. No, 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 no. It is okay. But beside the point, I am here at Castle Remedolf. I am currently enjoying a nice uh, thing on the veranda. Okay. 
I introduced myself so you know who who's talking to you. First of all, sake it all. Just uh, whenever you can get around to maybe just investigating a little for me into my items and what they might be because I can't currently teleport. Nuclear holocaust. With no context, you receive two words in response. Nuclear holocaust. Um, I'm going to assume that's a typo or, or something. Oh, sorry. It was unclear possible holocaust. Uh, I just need my items back. I was wondering if you could grab them for me. I have no idea where they are. Honestly, I haven't gotten my wand back since I drew it at one of the vampires. But I will look, I guess, after I finish this next chapter of Don Quixote. Priorities. So you're on a veranda drinking a something. It is a something, You're not quite sure what it is. It is red in color. It's a Bloody Mary. And it tastes like tomato juice. Ah, this is so quaint. Ah, yes. She flips the next page of the book. And finally, as she reaches the last paragraph, she closes it. You know, I thought we would be doing something about this, quote, unclear holocaust which is about to transpire, but... Honestly, I've reached a point where I don't know what I should do. Because, honestly, last time I made a decision like this, there was a holocaust, and it did end up wiping out an entire species of spiders. I don't think that was your fault. And anyways, they were causing trouble. That is true, but, uh, okay. So... Indiana, we were given a mission to go find Greg's stuff, which I think there's probably a shirt with a giant hole in it. And then probably like one other thing now that I think about it. And then we need to find my wand. So let us go. And she starts heading outside. You head down from this veranda and you actually have to enter back into the building in order to head out where? Are you looking randomly around the building? Back towards where she was at in the night, which I believe... So you head back into the courtyard. Yes, to where she last remembered being Mm. with the stuff. All right. I think I threw the wand around here. Should I perception check? Uh, Sure, you may. Mm. It is an 11. You do not see a wand. You see nothing except perfectly manicured grass. This grass is so perfectly manicured. It's so green. I wonder if it ate everything. I wonder what fertilizer they use. Excuse me, sir. The first NPC walking by, she will try to address. Ugh, what do you want? Oh, is it Felix? That is my name. I like your hair. It is very, very posh. I had a quick question. Did you happen to see a very nice stick? Also, what kind of fertilizer is used in this grass? I don't understand know what fertilizers use. That would be more of Dorian's purview. He takes care of most of the house, of the, the estately duties. Uh, Rosa, referring to your stuff, I do believe it was taken back to the barracks. In the barracks. Where is the barracks? Would you mind leading me there? Ugh. You're technically guests, and I suppose you're trying to solve the problem. I I could escort you. Alright, sir. Then lead the way. I shall follow after. Like a loyal dog. Interesting choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> Given the current political circumstance. And he begins walking off uh, and takes you across the courtyard and you seem that you pass the stables and you remember that there is the barracks and the training guards uh, relatively in the same area where you were at the stables when you left to take the carriage. And you hear that there's a lot of clattering of metal and swords and axes and who knows what as the training guards are not too far off in the distance. But (gasps) What kind of gear do you guys use? Is it historically accurate? What do you mean historically accurate? Uh, is, it, is it accurate to this time period? 
I don't know how we would have armor inaccurate to, uh, unless you say is our equipment outdated. No, it's not. It's state of the art. Oh, wonderful. I love to see it. Oh, my goodness. This is so exciting. I have not been in, it, in the barracks yet. Ah, oh, ha. Oh, sorry. Right. I, uh, Here's yeah. all of your things. And he hands you a small parcel, which seems as if it is wrapped in some kind of paper. Uh, and it seems to contain a large number of things. Am I able to open a menu of it? Uh, yeah, the game UI would pop up and say parcel of stuff. And you can scroll through and you can kind of see the contents of it. And it appears as if your wand is in there along with all of Greg's things. How heavy is all of Greg's stuff? Greg, how heavy is all your stuff? Um, most of it's in the bag of holding. Not very heavy. Probably like five, ten pounds tops. Mostly feels like clothing Wait. items. They may have been broken. And then like a few small things here or there. It would be my, my clothes, my weapons, my goggles, and my bag. The bow, he would hand you the bow separately, but everything else like the bag, the goggles, torn remnants of clothes, the dead ends in the bag of holding. All right. Okay. Odette would take out the wand, put it back in her own bag of holding. All righty. So I have all this stuff. Felix, just take me around. I want to see everything. This is something my father always dreamed of, and I can't wait to tell him when well, I get home. I can't escort you around the whole place. What do you think? I have nothing better to do all day? Yes. I know I have very many better things to do all day. I am a lieutenant in the Queen's Guard. But Felix... No, don't but Felix. I am under no obligation to escort you around the premises. Him. Felix, would you please, please escort a lovely lady around this place and give her a beautiful tour of this beautiful kingdom. Castle. Location. Specifically, ask one of the queen's maids to do it. I'm sure Gabriella would love to gack on about all the historical significance of the various pillars and whose names are etched into what. But you're probably the only one that could explain what the armory is and everything. That's not necessarily true. In fact, that's not even my specialty. Felix, you're taking me around. Let us go. I'm doing no such thing. I will take you back to the courtyard <sighs> where I found you originally, and then I will have to take my leave. And he begins walking back out towards the courtyard. Hmm. Fine. Then I shall find my own way. <laughs> Do you stealth off? Yes. Okay. I'll try. I don't think she has good stealth, and I don't have any spells that do stealth. Luckily, he's not very perceptive and is quite irritated and not paying attention to you. And is kind of just walking off. Fifteen. Yeah, he does not notice you. Okay. Odette would start sneaking off and just making her way around, observing things. You manage to make your way through the barracks where you see these various armor stands and this large array of various weapons as well. Bows, swords, axes, lance, all manners of standard medieval-esque weaponry. Is there anything like a small dagger or anything like that? Oh, there would be numerous small daggers, yes. Do any of them look in particular very shiny and magical? Um, almost... All of them seem very, very shiny, and in fact, you can tell that a large number of these are either entirely made of, but at the very least, their edges coated in silver. <gasps> this would make a wonderful gift for my legendary hero. <laughs> she grabs a dagger and two daggers and throws it into her bag of holding. I understand. Okay, you do so. Perfect. All right, I think my tour here is done. I will kind of make my way outside right now. And there we go. And then she'll try to use her teleport to get back to the guild hall. And you manage to do so without any problems. Wonderful. All right. You're back at the guild hall. Yes. She calls very loudly, but also kind of like awkward whisper. It's like in between. Yes. 
I have a gift. Okay. Come. I'm already here. Where? And he taps you on the shoulder. My observation skills are very low. I will have you know. Oh, yes. Hello, Ace. She'll turn around. He nods his head. Yes. She'll dig in her bag, pull out the daggers. For you. He kind of blinks and stares at him and then holds out his hands. They are great for decoration if you can't use them as weapons, but still. He picks one of them up and, like, holds it by the tip of the blade and then, like, throws it at a nearby tree and you see as an apple falls and it's pierced by the dagger. You threw the dagger. Wonderful. Now you have a new throwing knife. Yay! All right, uh, here is Greg's stuff. She drops it on the ground. It plummets and just falls and hits the dirt. Uh, he'll come get this later. All right, Ace. He's going over, not to the parcel which you dropped on the ground, but instead to the silver dagger, which is in the apple, and picks it off of the ground and wipes it off. Wonderful. All right, Ace. Did you tell Greg that you got his stuff? No. <laughs> and S is just assuming that Greg's going to come get this later. Uh, Odette would look at S once again. All right. Legendary hero, we need to convene and decide... Are we going to start a blood war, or are we going to actually solve the problem? Because I may and or may not have suggested to the queen that she just wiped out the entire population of the werewolves in Munka. You did what? I suggested it. I said it was my opinion, uh, but it would also solve the problem a lot faster. But I also said that I would delegate with you because I am not the leader here. I cannot make these decisions. You are the legendary hero. It would be pretty fast. It would be a lot faster, see? I don't understand why everyone gets so upset. I did say we should spare the children to Grundle. Oh, I should have probably said that to the queen. They're just NPCs. That is true as well. It is mildly disconcerting. Just like if you accidentally kill a dog, that is just too far. What if it's a dog in a video game? I still struggle. As long as you can pet a pupper, I am happy. We've been able to pet dogs in this game. I am happy. There you go. Yes. Should we get Grundle out of the toilet then? How did he get into the toilet? With his feet? I d- You know, it makes sense. <laughs> All right. Well, then, do we just want to encourage us? Where is Greg, by the way? Going back to Greg, you said you were walking down by the pier in Lunka. Making your way by the outskirts of the town, you find yourself edging this coastline and the very poorly maintained pier... There are no boats, and the pier itself does not seem to have anyone attending to it. Though off your right-hand side, as you are walking down the coast, you do see billows of smoke coming from a building made of wooden stone, which seems to have a forge under a very tall wooden roof. Yeah, I'm checking that building out. You begin approaching, and you see as there is a stocky, muscular man with a darker complexion, and hand skin, and he's hammering away at tools on an anvil. Uh, his skin seems to be tanned from constant exposure to the outdoors, and his muscles well-toned and developed from the constant hard labor. He currently has on a soot-gray shirt that perhaps maybe was once white, but is most certainly soiled and filled with singed holes. Oh! Hi! My, my name... Uh, hi! Hello, kitty. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not see you there. Oh, it's all right. I, I can be sneaky, I'm told. <laughs> My name's Greg. I'm just, uh, I'm new here. And I'm uh, just, you know, walking around your lovely town. Just, you know, they told me to explore. Pardon me for one moment. 
And you see as he squelches his blade in a basin and sets it to the side and sets his hammer down. After which he offers you his hand, which is large and calloused from constant work. Greg will readily shake his hand with a firm, nice handshake. Gives you a firm, nice handshake. Good man. So, uh, you say you are new in town? Is there something I can help you with? Ah, yeah, well, I I think I was recently, uh, transferred. But yeah, I'm I'm new in town, just feeling the place out. Uh, just was walking on the beach, maybe looking at seashells, and, uh, saw, saw your cool little cabin workshop here. Ah, yes, well, it is the work in progress. Is there anything I could outfit you with while you are here? Interesting offer, GM. Let me, let me, give me, give me, give me, give me a sec. We do not have much here in the town of Lunka, but if you are to be one of us, what is mine is yours. Do you, um, what, 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 what kind of work are you into? Do you just do metal working? Do you do, uh, you know, metal with magic? Uh... Roll a sense motive check. I hate when he rolls the dice my job. I know. I hate when the GM plays tabletop role-playing games. Hell yeah. Okay, um, that's a 29, my friend, in sense motive. You notice as this individual is kind of looking down and to the left a little bit, and perhaps he's sweating somewhat, but perhaps it's just from the forge and the hot day out, but uh, no, magic weapons are not my specialty. We do not have many weapons here, per se. Mostly uh, farming equipment and whatnot. But uh, whatever you can find, uh, perhaps we could come to some arrangement. So you say it's not your specialty, but you don't have to have some dance your specialty to be able to do, right? Greg will give him a wink. Uh, no, I, I am afraid not. You see, uh, I was actually um, not supposed to be a blacksmith. I used to be a woodsman. Uh, alas, there was a vacancy, and it needed to be filled quite suddenly and urgently. Oh no! Did we kill the blacksmith? And uh, I was the only person who knew how to repair tools, so eh, here I am. Oh, well, we totally killed the blacksmith. Uh, please, um... Wait a second. We knew the blacksmith in, in Alunka. He made Elias his grapple hook. We killed him? Gosh, I didn't dang say that. It. I didn't say that. Uh, where are my manners? Um, the name is y- Yoskir. Yoskir Cardonia. Please, um, come in. Perhaps you can uh, peruse and uh, find something that is suitable for whatever you will be doing. I, I was just saying, if you, but if you, you can't do magic weapons, you can't do magic weapons, and that's all right. You know, I won't judge you. It's not something that is in a very high supply. He seems a little bit nervous at this and is kind of tapping on his anvil. Hmm. Suspicious. Uh, but please come in, uh, take a look. And he's gesturing towards the inside of the forge. Greg thinks, why does he want me to come in so badly? Um, I'll go inside and check the wares. Warily. You follow where he is gesturing towards and you seem to be making your way through somewhat of a back door. You move past the exposed outdoor area where there was a large forge, anvil, and water basin. And you move into a small, dusty, cramped inside 
There is a door closer towards the other side of the room, where you can see the main street comes all the way up to, and in the center of the room there seems to be a lot of dust in that area, and a large stone table uh, under it there's storage with multiple crates, and the entire side of the room seems very dusty. Closer towards this back door where you are coming in from, you notice that there is a long table, which is quite contrary to the rest of the shop, where it is completely clear with nothing on it, not even a speck of dust. Likewise, the floor surround it seems very clear, though damaged by scratch marks, as if the table has been moved from its current position and back again many times. I... is there anything on the table? Nothing. Oh, this is just my uh, counter. Please, uh, feel free to peruse around. I honestly do not uh, come in here very often. Most of the time, the uh, farmers come from the fields. They bring me their tools, and I repair them. Oh, it's all right. I'll just uh, I'll have a look around. I will peruse the crates and stuff that you said over there. There are numerous small crates. They all seem to be filled with small bits of metal and scraps and gears. Some tiny daggers here and there small hammer or two. Greg wouldn't steal. Um, <laughs> both of my other characters would. But while you're down at this angle, please roll a perception check for me. 33. While you're looking down at this level, you notice that underneath the table, towards the back of the building, there does seem to be the slight carpet, which is covering the floor, but the way it lies is it doesn't, it's not under the legs of the table, it's just between them. Seems as if it could be moved quite easily. I investigate. Okay, what do you do? Well, first I check if the Yaskir is watching. Oh, he's standing behind said counter, watching you quite intently. <laughs> Just awkward silence between them staring. Uh, uh, we do not have uh, much here. Perhaps uh, some simple tools, a lot of uh, hoes, shovels, hammers, axes, maybe a uh, scythe or two. Yoskir, uh, could, you, could you come here? Is there something the matter? Oh, nothing's the matter. Um, I just wanted to let you know, if you're leading a rebel rebellion, you probably should plan it a little bit more sneakier. I am unsure what you are implying, sir. I'm implying this. And he moves the table and lifts the carpet up. So you'd have to move. I'm pretty sure I could take Yaskir on a one-on-one and then flee from murder if I really had to. <laughs> Yaskir is standing behind the table, and you kind of charge and kind of heave into this table, pushing it into Yaskir and moving him backwards. And as you do, you I don't want to push grab. it into Yaskir. That's the only way, because the way you're standing, it's the only way. It's the only way. Um, you kind of shove him out of the way, and then your hands quickly move down from the table, grab at the carpet, and pull it loose. What's there? Looks like floorboards. I I, I knock on the floorboards. Uh, what are you doing? You are ruining my shop. No, be gone out with you. What do I hear from the floorboards? Do they, do they sound hollow? You fall prone and you start knocking on the floorboards. Please roll a perception check. <laughs> 32. With your head down, ear resting against the floorboard, you begin knocking and you do hear a very hollow sound. Yours, He squints his eyes. Is there a problem? Can you please get off my floor? I try to lift up the boards. As you attempt to lift up the boards, you feel a sharp slicing pain in your side. Ah! 
what is going on? And there's blood trickling down from your side as you notice as a scythe has been grabbed from off the wall and has been slashed down into the ground next to you. I said, leave my shop. What are you doing? Trying to tear up my floorboards. This is your last warning. I stand up, grab my side. You know, that was very rude. So was bodying me with a table and ruining my shop. I'll have you know it's the only way. And also, it seemed utterly suspicious. The only, why are you? What is suspicious? It is a shop I repair holes and shovels for the farmers. Yeah, but you said you just started working here. I did just start working here. It has been a few weeks. Greg holds up his hand with blood. You really stabbed me, bro? You sliced me? You, you could have broken my rib. Okay, that was a strong but gentle push. Oh, gentle? Sure. You moved a whole hundred pound table. Is that really a hundred pounds? I'm sure I'm gonna look. Goodness, you do not know your own strength. Anyways, look at your side. They just gave me the shirt. Now it's all ruined and bloody. Can I roll a diplomacy at any point to make this guy maybe hate me a little less? As you reach your hand down towards your side to gesture to the shirt that is torn and bloodied, you do notice that it is torn and bloodied, but it appears as if the slice to your side has healed. Oh, 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 that's, that's freaky. Still, you stopped me. You pushed the table into me. What was I supposed to do? I don't know. I so... said I told you stop multiple times. Why do you want me to stop? I'm tearing up my floorboards so I don't have to repair them later. Hmm, something's under them floorboards, honestly. Listen, I have been more than hospitable enough. I would very much like you to leave at this point. I have much work to do. Okay, you were the one that told me to look around. I said look and see if there was anything you needed. I didn't know if you needed a shovel or an axe to do like farm work. I needed the truth. What truth are you looking for? I don't know. This town seems sketchy. What is sketchy? We are just a bunch of people trying to make ends meet and live our lives. That are also werewolves. So? What does that matter? What You're race you are? You're racist against travelers that come in. You're racist against werewolves. Listen to you. I am a werewolf. I Yet can't be racist. You seem to have a lot of self-loathing issues here. I am just saying. I'm not having any self-racism. Okay, this this conflict got a little bit too political. I'm, I'm just gonna go. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, Greg. Just please do not come back. Have a wonderful day, you too. You know what I mean? I don't even need you. And you walk out the back door where you came. I was wondering why that slice didn't hurt as much. That is freaky. I would keep this law camper peeping if it wasn't for you. You. Yeah, I don't want to eat. So if you see Papa turn into a big scary werewolf, right? Run away. You know how to... To climb up on trees, you do it all the quacking time. I have to get you out of 60 feet in the air. Yeah, when you see me, turn into a big werewolf. Just run up in one of those trees until Daddy turns back, okay? As you're walking down the pier, you hear something off in the distance. Ah, sure. Um, Greg will take off the shirt that's been bloodied and, like, kick it in the sand. Sounds like it's coming from further up the coast, back from where you came, however, though, back towards the woods. You swear you can hear someone crying for help. <gasps> that little girl! Dad instincts. He immediately sprints. <gasps> he sprints. I'm talking he's running at his full speed action as far as he can. 
sprinting up the coastline, you find yourself motivated and moving significantly faster than you ever ran before. With increased speed and endurance, you manage to run your way through this entire town and through the forest in a mere matter of minutes faster than you ever thought you could have done before, and eventually you do reach a small glen in the forest. There's a large boulder in this clearing, but right next to it, there seems to be a very deep pit. Marcella! Marcy, is that you? Oh, I'm stuck down here. No problem. I jump down without hesitation. Um, so as you're jumping down, you notice that there's a lot of metallic reflection all around you. There's glistening, shining light refracting into your eyes, and eventually you do land 30 feet down this pit. You can roll acrobatics to reduce fall damage. Well, that, and also if I'm running straight down, I would cast my little, I get to tread on air unsteadily thing. So, well, that only allows you to walk five feet above the air, so that would ignore five feet of fall damage. But it's not air walk, it's air step. It's, it's, it's... 30 feet, and I have high acrobatics, so I'm just going to okay, roll so it. yeah, just roll acrobatics for half damage. It's not that high of a check. 27. I'm good at math. You still take 10 fall damage. Oh, no. Now my health is only at 117. And you feel almost as you sprain your ankle slightly as you land awkwardly, and you kind of hurt your wrist as you kind of land on all fours instinctually. And next to you, you do see that... Marcilla is down here. Oh, Marcilla, sweetheart, what happened? I was chasing the ball and I, I didn't see it past the tall grass. This pit was here. I tried climbing the ladder, but it seared my hands. It seared your hands. And you look and it seems as if she has deep burn marks into her skin, which aren't healing. And silver ladder. As you look around, you see that the entirety of this pit, the walls are covered in some shiny metallic lining. Oh. And there is a ladder, but it also seems to be made of pure silver. I touch the walls just for a second. You take one point of, like, searing burn damage. Ouch! Man, either the sun heats that up, or I am cursed with lycanthropy, and that is silver. I would say the ladder. Yeah, I would say the ladder too. <laughs> no, I mean, so good. Yeah, I would say the latter too, as well as the wolves. The only way I found was that way. And she points past the pit, and it seems as if there's a tunnel cut out, also lined in silver, leading deeper in. So, Marcy, that's what we adults consider a trap. <laughs> GN, GM nods. <laughs> um, I have burrow. Mm-hmm. The walls are still made out of silver, though, and whenever you touch them, they hurt. Yeah, but not the ground. Yeah, so I... Okay, you cast burrow, strengthening your claws and making your hands almost into, like, shovels, like a mole, kind of, and you just... All right, Marcella, don't worry. I say I have this, I have this ability, I can... Big tunnels, just stick really, really close behind me and we'll get out of this just fine without going through the trap. This is called creative thinking and creative problem solving. Just remember there's always another way. You cast your spell and you begin digging, burrowing through the ground, down and under the silver-lined walls and then back up towards the surface at a nice gradual slope so that 
Marcilla can very carefully follow behind you. And after but half a minute, you emerge at the surface. Say, <laughs> so scary. All Thank right. You so much. And she gives you a great big hug. Oh, Greg feels self-conscious that he, he threw away his shirt now. Well, you know, what? Why don't you show me? Show me where your house is, and I'll walk you back home to make sure you don't get lost. No, it's okay. I can get home from here. But thank you so much. I'm gonna walk home with you, sweetheart. I don't. I don't look. Apologies if I just want to make sure you get home safely. I'm not gonna come into your home. I'm just gonna make sure you get there safely. All right. And she grabs you by the hand, and she starts trying to run off back into the town. Okay. I will follow her and make sure she gets home safely. You run with this small child who's very enthusiastically and happily skipping her way through the streets now, and she makes her way down these paved clay roads towards her house, and she knocks at one of the small cottage doors. I'll, I'll let go of her hand and make just make sure she gets in there safely, but Greg begins to think to himself, Tazio wasn't worried at all that she was going in there, even though there's that super dangerous truck. Suspicious. And you see the door open, and you see a figure in the doorway, and immediately Marcilla just lunges at the figure, wrapping her arms around her, and says, Mommy, Mommy, this nice new man who just joined town, he saved me. Uh, it was so amazing. He jumped down this pit like it was nothing, and he just dug away out, even though all of the walls were made of silver. Oh, no. Should have just killed the child, Greg. You hear just Odette's voice. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, roll sense motive. Sense motive. 23. You see an average height woman with long brown hair and soft hazel eyes looking like just a more aged version of Marcilla. The spitting image of her. She bears a very close resemblance to her mother, after all. And... She kind of looks down and to her left and looks a little concerned as well, but then speaks. Oh, thank you. Um, Marcy, I told you to be very careful when going through the woods. Yeah, I don't want to be a... don't want to be a snitch, but Tazio didn't seem concerned at all that she was going in there, running in the direction of that very dangerous trap. You know, maybe, um, maybe just give her a designated area of play. She knows where she's supposed to stay. Well, then that's on you, Marcilla. And he looks very grumpy and disappointed. But... I know, but I just I lost my ball. I kicked it a little too far. That's okay. I mean, I'll stay outside the we, forest. We can always get a new ball, but we can never get another Marcilla. So you got to stay safe, okay? It appears as if you have lost your shirt saving it here. Let me see if I can find you a new one. Ah, do you, um, do you, you wouldn't happen to have any that, um, aren't wool, uh, mm. would you? For you, I'll, I'll see what I can find. Nice. You should ask the mayor. He'll probably have, like, a sack, uh, not sack. He'll, he'll probably have, like, a silky shirt somewhere. There's gotta be a hierarchy. He has some nicer things than the other people in town. I know it. He walks barefoot. He's one of those town. equalist people that's like, we're all equal here, but he really just needs a five-star meal every night. She comes back, and she does seem to be wearing a nice, smooth white shirt with lacing up towards the top. This is one of my husband's, but I'm sure he won't mind after 
what you've done for dear Marcella here. I will put the shirt on. Ah, well, I really appreciate it. Um, anyway, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Uh, you guys have a, have a nice day. Oh, um, why don't you stay with us for now? We were about to make our way to the town's deliberation. Deliberation? Question mark? Yes, I was about to come fetch Marcella here and lay her down for the evening, and we were going to make our way to the town deliberation. Evening? Last night, when I woke up at first, it was like morning. Did that much time really pass? Uh, what, what time is it? Uh, it seems like it's an hour before sunset. Greg gets nervous. He looks at Jerry. Is there any place safe to put you? Uh... If you are worried, I can find a place for your companion. Well, I usually like him to stay with me, but I've been having some, um, issues at <laughs> night. Yes. Well, with time, I urge you anew, and you do seem like an unfamiliar face. But your kindness speaks volumes of your character. With time, you will learn to control it. For now, however, if you would like, I can put your companion in a safe location. Uh, uh, I don't want to leave my gold, but I don't want my gold to die, but I don't want to leave my gold, but I don't want my gold to die. Uh, my husband, uh, Andrea, he works with the flocks. I can keep them with one of the pens, will have plenty of water and feed, and he will be very securely looked after. Hmm, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, I've had people try to eat him. Before. <laughs> Not that that would happen here, of course. Rest assured, those sacrifices which need to be made will not include those close to you. Oh, okay. Well, um, I, I guess we can uh, put him in a stable. Jerry, if everything seems suspicious, you get out there and you get to a safe place until I can come get you, alright? So, uh, there's like a swanky party disposition, is it? Evening deliberation. Deliberation. It is where all of us of the town gather for the evening and raise our concerns, but also our joy. We share what has happened throughout the day, both our struggles and our triumphs. And as a town, we work through all hardships and joyous occasions together. Well, that, uh, that seems... Nice, and I guess I got nothing better to do, so... So, guided, uh, after a moment, you make a couple of brief stops, uh, accompanied by uh, this new friend of yours. She introduces herself as Demania. She seems to get her daughter settled in her room for the evening, and afterwards you stop with her by the fields and drop off Jerry with her husband, who assures you that he will take good care of your companion for the evening until you return. And then... I assure her husband, I, I'm, I'm not trying to do nothing. I, I'm, I'm a married man myself. Got two kids. <laughs> ah, after what you've done for Marcella, I can tell you're a man of upstanding character. All right, good. And, accompanied by Demania, you make your way down these clay-paved roads, and you notice that there are dozens of other people making their way from all across town, and all going down this one main street through the center of town and up towards this very large barn. Oh, the barn. I forgot about that place. 
Oh, that's where we're going. Entering in this large red barn, you notice that it isn't set up for livestock or storage. It actually has what appear to be wooden pews lining the entirety of it, dozens. You see numerous individuals, all wearing long white robes, filing in all from around town and sitting down. You make your way down this long white carpet that leads you further and deeper in. And you see the mayor standing atop somewhat of a stage with a pedestal in front of him at the back of the barn. Oh! Welcome. Come. Join us. It is time for the evening deliberation. Greg is rethinking his life choices and is going to try teleporting just one more time. You know, just just to make sure. When Damani is not looking, you just like go through a couple of submenus like a creepy cult meeting and do 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 and I'm out of here and uh, insufficient items. I leave crystal required for teleportation. I will message the group chat with S, Odette, and even Grundle, and I'll message, well, it looks like I'm about to go to a cult meeting. I hope I don't end up brainwashed. Did you ever find my stuff, Odette? <laughs> In the group chat, he says that. Odette responds, oh, have fun with your uh, meeting. It sounds like a great time. <laughs> Odette, uh, Odette, you can send me my stuff via item transfer. I don't have your stuff anymore. What do you mean anymore? Texting in church. Um, I'm pretty sure it was dropped off at the guild hall for you. Does anyone have my stuff? Question mark. If it's dropped off in front of the guild hall, can someone grab it and item transfer it to me? Because I'm about to be a Patrick McCall meeting and I'm so scared I could throw up. Oh, I, I could maybe send it over, but I cannot promise that it will come all in one piece or that it will not be covered in fecal matter. We are currently finishing the conversation with the queen right now. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Just, you know, forget Greg. <laughs> I can't go back to the guild hall to get your things for another 24 hours. And I've already used my last bottle of toilet portation. Cool, hope I don't die. You get a thumbs up. It is a wonderful and joyous occasion for me to be able to look upon all of your smiling faces. Greg is very, very not smiling. He is flat-faced, somewhat a little bit scared. Please, let us rejoice in today's occurrences as we have a moment for the daily deliberation. You hear a number of people speak up. It was a wonderful day today. Uh, we had three... Greg thinks to himself, Oh, crap. The people, the, the, the girl I just saved, they're going to tell everybody. And I do not think that is a good thing. He looks very shakily over to the woman that he's sitting with. Does she look like she's going to say anything? As you look over to her, you're completely blocking out what everyone is saying. She notices that you look very nervous. And she just gently grabs your hand and gives it a comforting little squeeze. Craig snaps his hand away. I appreciate your comfort. I'm a married man and... There's no need to be nervous. This is a safe space. But as she says that, however, you do notice as uh, a familiar individual stands up. I am with Renato on this one. 
We cannot be trusting the outsiders. Look at what happened today. This individual who you have brought into our town, into our fold, he was rummaging through my shop. Greg raises his hand. Uh, he wha- pushed through my table, knocking it into me, and tried ripping up my floorboards. Uh, I'm sorry, but sir, that table's like a hundred pounds. Why would I be looking under your table? I'll say this with love and diplomacy, baby. You pick one. What are you, are you it's trying bluff. to lie? It's a flat out okay, lie. Yeah, sure. Why would I be looking under your table? Sure. <laughs> I, I, uh, I rolled a 19. Um, shoot. I, uh, apparently Greg does not have great bluff. But I rolled a 19, so it's uh, 19 plus 3 is 22. Oh, mm-hmm. shoot. Oh, man. Jaskia, how dare you accuse such a man? I will attest to his character. Today, Marcella was playing in the woods and fell in an unfortunate circumstance at a location I'm sure we're all aware of. It was this individual, Gregory here, who saved her from the pit and the fall. She could have been trapped there to watch, and even then it would have taken half a dozen men to rescue her. This man's initiative, creativity, and capabilities are within good use of the fold. I believe we should welcome him, embrace him with open arms. And you hear as the room is divided and erupts, a number of individuals screaming at you, saying that you're an outcast, an unknown, and other individuals commending you for your bravery and (laughs) defending you and your character. Gaslight, gatekeep. Greg boss. (laughs) Silence, my children. And instantly, the room falls quiet. Oh, shoot, my blood did not fool me of a sule. It was not that high. We are more than happy to have you as part of the family, Gregory. I do hope you have found yourself at home and that you stay and be one of us. Regardless... Of our current circumstances, let us enjoy the evening. I'm sure by now we are all famished. And you notice as four sheeps are being led down the center aisle, and they are marched up onto the stage in front of four individuals. Greg thinks to himself, ooh, very cultish. Thank you for our many blessings, and let the fold live on. And as he says this, the four individuals standing behind the four sheep reach forward and wrench the necks of the animals, killing them and silencing their bleeding. All of the shutters on the barn close shut, as well as the door in the back, and it sounds as if wooden latches are slotted over them, but you can see up in the skylight that the full moon is waxing above head. Greg thinks... And I need uh, you to roll a fortitude save. Greg thinks, aw oh man, here we go again. Fortitude save? Uh, 23. You resist the urge, but you feel a ferocious beast welling inside you, and you notice that a number of the individuals around you are bulging and tearing through their clothing and are turning into wolves and are pouncing, slashing, gnashing of teeth, mauling these now-dead lambs, ripping them to shreds and feasting in a frenzy. Greg holds back a little bit of a... 
Oh my gosh, I didn't even cook it. Thanks. Oh. Join us. And you see as Demania herself kind of hunches over and transforms into a wolf before your very eyes, before lunging forward onto the lamb carcass and grabbing a leg, tearing it off, and thrusting it in your direction. Oh, um... As this... Greg is going to attempt to walk out of the barn. Stepping over this severed lamb's leg, which has been thrown over towards your pew, you kind of try and step around it, holding your nose and averting your eyes from the gory scene behind you. And you kind of push at the barn doors, which you entered from, but you notice as they are sealed shut. I borrow. It's the last time I can do it today. Roll well safe for me. 19 plus 7 is 26. You succeed this will save, and you hear Mayor Lupus Vasile's voice ring in your head. Stay. Become one of us. And I need you to roll a constitution check. 14. And much like the previous evening... Greg transforms into a werewolf. And I think that's where we're going to end it for this week's episode of The Odd Campaign. Thanks, foundlings, for listening to this week's episode of Sword Online Odd. We hope that you'll stick around and join us for next week's episode of The Gage Chronicles. But of course, we always want to say, if you've enjoyed this episode, this series, this podcast overall, please leave us a rating and a review on whatever podcast listening app that you're on, because that really does help other listeners discover us and determine, hey, do I want to listen to this podcast? Yeah, yeah, you do. Well, that's beside the point. If you want to support the podcast in other ways, well, guys, you know what to do. Go to the website. You can go to our Patreon and donate and get access to early releases of stuff. And also join us in our Discord and hang out. But most importantly, make sure you're following us on our social media accounts, Twitter and Instagram at RollFound. So that way you can stay up to date on any news information that we have uh, regarding the podcast. And sometimes I guess we'll post to Facebook. I'm not sure. It all it always works out somehow. And as always, want to give a big thank you and shout out to Will Savino with Music D20, Michael Gelfie, Ivan Dutch, and Sirenscape for allowing us to use their music and ambiance in today's episode. Oh, and I almost forgot, Dark Fantasy Studios as well. Awesome people with some awesome content. Go check them out, guys, and consider supporting their stuff and, you know, adding it to your game because it really does up the ante. All right, foundlings, that's it from me. We'll see you next, next week on Start Out Online Odd. Or, you know, like in the Gate Chronicles, that too. <laughs>